What's up, you guys? You're listening to the podcast, It's All About Balance, with me, Hillary Downey. On this show, I'll teach you how to ditch fad dieting once and for all so you can quit gaining and losing the same weight over and over again, or get extreme diets that deprive you and don't work. With macro counting, you can learn how to lose weight eating the food you love. Pizza, cookies, and wine, it's all on the table. But we don't just talk about diet around here. We'll cover fitness, mindset, lifestyle habits, all of the important topics I had to address in my own 100-pound weight loss journey that you'll need to reach your goals as well. You deserve to look and feel your best, and I'm so excited to walk beside you and show you how. It's time to unlearn what you've been taught about weight loss and discover that it's truly all about balance. So let's go. Well, hello, ladies. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode, I am going to give you guys a sneak peek into some of my coaching. With my exclusive coaching clients, we have check-ins. So we have accountability check-ins, and then we have progress check-ins. And in these progress check-ins, this is really an opportunity for the client to share what she is struggling with. And we can work together as a team to come up with different solutions to overcome that obstacle. And sometimes this means that we try a few different things and see what works and go back to the drawing board. But ultimately, the goal is for me to help guide my client through thinking about what her different options are. Because where most women end up stuck in their weight loss journey is that they come up against these inevitable obstacles and they just they let them derail the whole train. And it's very easy when you are busy and you've got other things going on in life to honestly just say, well, I guess that's, you know, this is the way it is. I'm just going to throw in the towel. I mean, it's hard to be in a weight loss journey with all of the other things that you've got going on in life. But the key to success is knowing that these obstacles are going to pop up, thinking about them ahead of time as much as possible so that you can be prepared, right, with intention. But also as they pop up throughout your journey, knowing that there are always going to be solutions. And so I help really guide my clients through the thinking process of coming up with these solutions. One thing I do not do in my coaching is tell my clients what to do. That is not my style. I honestly, I think that's such a strange way to help people because then they don't learn to think for themselves. They just learn to do what you said. So my coaching is a teamwork approach. And actually, mom is in on the coaching too. She does the accountability side. So we work as a team to come up with solutions and to overcome these obstacles together and have an action plan so that you can move these obstacles out of your way quickly and really start seeing fast progress and those results that you want. And recently, I had a progress check-in with one of my amazing clients. I'm just going to brag on her really quick. And she is absolutely crushing it. In fact, she joined us inside of membership and started going through our program and lost 10 pounds on her own. Fabulous progress, but she wanted to turn it up a notch. She really wanted to dial it in. 
And she had already done macros before. But the issue that she had in the past was that she did not learn how to sustain her success and to make this work for her life, even when things are busy. And, you know, when she's changing jobs, or she's got a lot going on with her family. And this is the whole reason that I teach my clients how to troubleshoot and think for themselves is that you truly need to know how to make this work for life. And so I was so excited that she decided to join exclusive coaching so that I could help guide her through this and help her learn how to make these sustainable changes. And so she's crushing it in coaching. And one of the things that popped up on her progress check-in is that she was struggling with planning and prepping with her family in mind when it came to the food side of this. And I was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to share with you guys a little bit of what coaching looks like and how we kind of work through some of these things and some of the tips that I gave her because I know that this is a struggle for you guys as well. I know that thinking about how you're going to make adjustments to your cooking and your meal planning when you have a family to feed is something that gives you a little bit of anxiety and maybe is even holding you back from going all in on this. One thing that she said is that she does really well and she stays on top of her planning. But then if kids complain about the food or the options, it immediately just sends her backwards. And I totally, totally can relate to this. I know because I have a picky eater on my hands as well, how frustrating it can be when you're really trying to make these changes and you've got these goals and you're doing what you know is best for you and even for your family. And the family is just like, Ugh this is not it, mom. Like We are not happy with these changes, right? So I just wanted to pop in a little bit of what uh, I talked about in my coaching response back to her, where I gave just some tips and uh, wanted to give you guys just a sneak peek, just a piece of what I said and, and some of the things that I wanted her to think about and consider and maybe some solutions that she could try that might help her. And I think that these will also help you as well. So let's listen in. Truth talk time. (laughs) Uh, I know it's hard, but they will adjust. Okay. There's just an adjustment period. And if you think about it, like this is true for yourself too, right? Like anytime you do anything new, anything different, there's a little resistance there, right? Because we like comfort. We like familiarity. So when mom makes a change, family feels the change and there's discomfort there. And then eventually it becomes the norm. It's like, oh yeah, this is just what it is now, right? So just hold tight as you all adjust to like any changes that might be happening as far as how you're cooking or what things might look like meal-wise for them. And certainly just know that an adjustment period is totally to be expected, totally normal. It would be with anything, right? Where we changed things. Um, And it will it will definitely get better. There will definitely be some, um, oh yeah, this is just the way things are now. Some ideas though that I think can can really help. And I think mom, uh, I saw these in her accountability check-in with you, but these are the ones that I definitely have seen clients have great success with. And I use for myself too, because I got some picky kids, not, well, not both of them, but one of them is very picky. Um, including them in the planning is always really helpful. You know, what do you guys want? And remembering that with macros, you can eat 
pretty normal meals, right? So um, I'm not really sure what dinners were and things were looking like for them before, but if you can find a way to still allow for them to, you know, maybe have those things, um, you know, and make it fit with your macros, I'm always a big fan of, you know, just tweaking your own food a little bit. Um, so for me, I definitely know that, you know, there's certain things like I'm going to swap out, you know, some of the grains or breads or carbs sometimes for like volume veggies or, you know, a salad or, you know, a lower carb option maybe, or something like that. Um, you know, that can be really helpful. Just thinking about this in terms of with macros, we can have burger night and we can have, you know, these types of things, another, um, and make your own little tweaks. And then another thing is doing more like finding macro friendly versions. Um, you know, lightening up things that you would typically eat, seeing if you can make some just little swaps with those. Um, you know, I know one thing that I always do, um, like our chicken pot pie is like our staple, like family recipe. Um, and I just do a top crust instead of a top and a bottom, you know, little, just little tweaks that can make them more macro friendly, adding in more volume veggies, kind of hiding them and things like lasagna, soups, you know, uh, seeing what you can kind of do there to tweak things a bit. And then my last kind of tip here is definitely serve yourself style. So like DIY, like buffet style um, is always nice because then everyone can have the fajitas and you can just make, you know, it yours fit your macros. So this takes a little bit of intention and planning and thinking about like making more family-friendly meals, but it's something that if you can really get in the habit of now, that's that's the piece where this is going to work for you long-term, right? So that you can stick with it. Because if you're changing how you guys eat and you're thinking about it, you know, it's not just for a period of time while mom loses weight, right? We really want to think about like we're changing our, our lifestyle, our habits, and, and our overall diet and um, this can be one of those things that, again, there's some resistance to change in the beginning, but it does become, you know, the norm eventually. And um, the biggest thing is ultimately, this is your journey. You know, your mom, you're in charge. <laughs> this is your life. And um, you've, you've got to always remember to do what's best for you. I've had clients in the past where their partner or their, you know, situ their job situation or whatever, like they had people resisting against making, you know, changes for themselves. And I always say, you got to kind of buckle down and remember why you started this and who it's for. And it is for you. And you're fully allowed to make the, the changes that you want to make to feel better. And so the biggest thing is, is when kids see that mom is feeling better and happier, that's always going to be a good thing, right? That is always go like mom thriving is good for everyone so while there may be a little resistance in the beginning and there may be a little you know the changes are difficult it is one of those things that down the road you'll look back and you'll be like okay glad we stuck with it everybody knows that I'm happier I'm healthier I feel better and we all feel better you know ultimately so hopefully that helps a little bit with that if you want to hash that out anymore I'm always happy to be a sounding board with that one but I think including them in meal planning and thinking about you know which, what do you want to have for dinner this week? Oh, okay, burger night. And then kind of just going through that mentally. Like, how can I make this fit a little better for me? Is it leaner burgers? Is it, you know, a lower carb bun or, you know, whatever those those things might look like for y'all. Now, I think there's some value in 
everything that I said there, and I hope that maybe you could pull out some pieces to use for yourself. But I want to, I really want to zoom in on one part of this. And that is this period of change whenever you're, you're making changes, like it's going to be uncomfortable, right? As humans, like our human nature is that we like our comfort zone. We like familiarity. And we ourselves, like it's hard enough, you know, like if you're the one making changes to your diet, to your habits, your exercise, like all these things, like that's hard enough. So imagine that for somebody who's not as emotionally invested or doesn't fully understand right? Like the kids, the significant other, the coworker, the best friend, the family members, right? They are really going to struggle. Like if it's a struggle for you, imagine that it's going to be a struggle for them. But I want to just zoom in on the part of this that is people will adapt. I mean, we we will adapt. I can almost guarantee you that eventually the complaints will lessen and the kickback and pushback will slow a bit because anything is hard when you're first changing it. You know, again, it's unfamiliar. It's outside of the comfort zone. And we just tend to resist change a little bit. But eventually, it does become the norm. You know, if you think about anything you've changed in your life, anything at all, Think about how when it first changed, that new feeling of it feeling scary or hard or whatever feelings came up, and now you're like, oh, I don't even think about it anymore, right? Like, I don't even notice. Like, so think about that and think about how this too will become the same. It will die down a bit and your family will adjust and adapt. And that brings me to the last part of what I said to her, which is, this is your journey. This is your life. And you deserve to look and feel your best. You know, it's in the it's in the introduction. You deserve that. And you have to sometimes dig a little deep into that resilience of, sorry, guys, this is what we're doing. This is for me. And know and, and kind of hold firm that that's okay, that you are allowed to do what is best for you. This one life that you have you're allowed to make changes. You're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to grow. And if you're the one in charge of cooking, I mean, this is this is this is it. Like if you're the one in charge of cooking, you can make the meal. And if they want to do something different, you know, we're we are obviously talking about different levels and ages of kids here, but like they want to do something different, then okay, go ahead, right? But holding tight and firm and knowing that you're allowed to want to change and that you're going to have to sometimes like shut off the outside noise. I know this is easier said than done. This is why I recorded this episode because I want you guys to be able to come back to it if you're having this struggle and you need this pep talk and to hear this, that you have permission to make the changes to your habits that are going to allow you to feel your best and reach your goals. And the trickle down of this, this is why I love working with women Women are, I mean, we're it, right? Like we are it for the family. (laughs) Like seriously, what we do impacts our significant others, our kids. You know, we even impact and influence those around us, coworkers, family members, friends. We as, as women, we have a strong influence and a strong impact. And so if you are feeling better in your life, if you are feeling better in your daily energy levels and your body, that is going to trickle down to your family. So the mindset shift here is 
when I feel my best mentally and physically, I am a better mother. I'm a better friend. I'm a better coworker. I'm a better boss. I'm a better whatever. I am better when I'm taking care of myself. And doing these things helps me take care of myself and feel my best, which means that they're going to get the best version of me. And the, the second piece to that is then you are being an influence and you are creating impact for them. When they see you taking care of yourself, fueling your body properly, having a balanced diet, exercising, moving your body, engaging in self-care, they're going to learn from you that those things make you better. So I know in the beginning of changing your habits and changing your life, there's going to be some resistance. And maybe you're dealing with a significant other who is really pushing back against you. I have coached enough women and I have seen it enough. And I personally have never dealt with it. But man, I've seen it in my clients where significant others, friends, coworkers will sabotage you. And I'm not going to get into all of that. It breaks my heart. And I am always having to really mentally build my clients up that are dealing with this, that you've just got to shut it down. And you've got to know that you are responsible for you and you're in charge of your habits and what you put in your mouth and when you get your workout in and all of these things. And if you want to change your life, you've got to do it regardless of who is pushing back against you. So I hope that this kind of shed some light. And, you know, I like a lot of those tips that I gave as far as including your family in your meal planning and asking them. And again, I say this all the time, you guys, truly, like it's one of those things, macros, I don't know, like sometimes I see people maybe still falling back into like low carb or clean eating, you know, no processed foods. And I'm like, hold on a second. With macro counting, you get to honestly eat like kind of whatever you want. I mean, within boundaries here, right? Your calorie budget. But like, there's so many ways to make this work when you're feeding your family. In fact, I have a highlight on my Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go check this out. I have a highlight on my Instagram that talks about feeding your family. And it's got some really fabulous tips. This will be a great extension of this episode. Go check that out. I talk about how I do this, the tips that my clients have used to do this. It's totally possible. Like eating the same meals as your family, making those little tweaks, maybe making it a little more macro-friendly for everyone or tweaking yours just a little bit. This idea that you've got to cook these entirely separate meals Sure, maybe sometimes if the thing that they're eating is just wildly outside of like calories and macros, but for the most part, I would say 90% of the time I eat really what I feed my family and I might just tweak little things here and there. But again, going back to it, I also wanted to change my family's health and get us away from eating constant processed junk food all the time, fast food all the time, eating out all the time. And so, yeah, there was a period of time where, yeah, we got to make some some changes and some shifts. I've told y'all I was a fast foodie. Like, that's what I was. Like, I ate fast food and energy drinks only before this. And so you can imagine there was a big shift in my life and the people that are in my life being like, wait, now we're we're going to be cooking at home. Now we're going to be eating this way. But it eventually, again, it becomes the norm. And you really are setting yourself up for success and you're setting those around you up for success as well, because this doesn't just impact you and your goals. It's going to trickle down. So you guys, if you liked this episode, 
definitely leave me a comment on Instagram or shoot me a message and let me know. I love, love hearing from you guys about what you find helpful on the show. And um, if it's a value to you, I would so appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. We're really trying to bring the value up here. In fact, we've got some fun things coming. No spoiler alerts yet, but we're, we're putting a little bit more into the podcast uh, to round out this year so that in 2024, we're set up for like totally making this thing amazing. You guys love the podcast and I love that you love it. So if you do, please leave me a review. This helps more women find it. And those women really might need to hear these things. And so it's really helpful. And it also lets me know, you know, what you guys find valuable. So I would super appreciate that you guys. And I am going to wrap it here. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of It's All About Balance. And if you did enjoy today's show, make sure that you're subscribed so that you never miss a new episode. If you have not already, please connect with me on social media. I absolutely love meeting you guys and getting to know you. I will drop the links to my social in the show notes as well as our website. And I will see you guys next time.